When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, so with over 15,000 likes in yesterday's video, I guess you want me to continue the story in today's part 2. If you haven't seen yesterday's, then I recommend doing so so that you're all caught up with everyone today. Today's episode will take place in the novelization of The Revenge of the Sith, primarily in the scene where Anakin just enters the Chancellor's office during Mace Windu and Palpatine's duel. Now I will skip a few pages as they're literally all about the pod and the origins of it. They don't really have anything to do with how Anakin perceives the fight, other than how Mace Windu was immersed within the darkness of it all. I'm going to save that explanation to add to the lightsaber fighting style series that I've covered, and go over the seventh form. So, now that I've given you this bit of info and backstory, let's jump to the main scene and begin now. Anakin blinked and rubbed his eyes again. Maybe he was still a bit flash-blind. The Quarren Master seemed to be fading in and out of existence, half-swallowed by a thickening black haze in which danced a meter-long bar of sunfire. The duel led them astonishingly to a man standing frozen in the slashed-open doorway. Mace had no need to look. The presence in the force was familiar and was as uplifting as sunlight breaking through a thunderhead. The Chosen One was here. Now, the shadow was only Palpatine. Old and shrunken, thinning hair bleached white by time and care, face lined with exhaustion. For all your power, you are no Jedi. All you are, my lord, May said evenly, staring past his blade, is under arrest. Palpatine's voice once again had broken the cadence of a frightened old man's. Didn't I warn you of the Jedi and their treason? Save your twisted words, my lord. There are no politicians here. The Sith will never regain control of the Republic. It is over. You have lost. Mace leveled his blade. You lost for the same reason the Sith always lose. Defeated by your own fear. Palpatine lifted his head. His eyes smoked with hate. Fool. He lifted his arms, his robes of office spreading wide into raptor's wings, his hands hooking into talons. Fool! His voice was a shout of thunder. Do you think the fear you feel is mine? Lightning blasted the clouds above, and lightning blasted from Palpatine's hands, and Mace didn't have time to comprehend what Palpatine was talking about. He had time only 
to slip back into the pot and angle his blade to catch the forking's arc of pure, dazzling hatred that clawed towards him. Because the pod is more than a fighting style, it is a state of mind, a channel for darkness. Power passed into him and out again without touching him. And the circuit completed itself, the lightning reflected back to its source. Palpatine staggered, snarling, but the blistering energy that poured from his hands only intensified. He fed the power with his pain. Anakin, Anakin. Mace called. His voice sounded distant, blurred, as if it came from the bottom of a well. Anakin, Anakin help, help me. me. This, this is your is chance. Your chance. He felt Anakin's leap from the office floor to the ledge, felt his approach behind, and Palpatine was not afraid. Mace could feel it. He wasn't worried at all. Destroy, Destroy this traitor, traitor, the Chancellor said, his voice raised over the howl of writhing energy that joined his hands to Mace's blade. This was this never was an arrest. arrest. It's an it's assassination, assassination, said Anakin. That was when Mace finally understood. He had it. The key to final victory. Palpatine's Shatterpoint, the absolute Shatterpoint of the Sith, the Shatterpoint of the Dark Side itself. Mace thought, blankly astonished, Palpatine trusts Anakin Skywalker. Now Anakin was at Mace's shoulder, Palpatine still made no move to defend himself from Skywalker. Instead, he ramped up the lightning bursting from his hands, bending the fountain of Mace's blade back towards the Corn Master. Palpatine's eyes glowed with power, casting a yellow glare that burned back the rain from around them. He, he is a traitor, Anakin. Destroy him. You're the chosen one, Anakin, Mace said, his voice going thin with strain. This was beyond the pod. He had no strength left to fight against his own blade. Take him. It's your destiny. Help me. I can't hold on any longer. The yellow glare from Palpatine's eyes spread outward through his flesh. His skin flowed like oil, as though the muscle beneath was burning away. As though even the bones of his skull were softening, were bending and bulging, deforming from the heat and pressure of his electric hatred. He is killing me, Anakin. Please. Don't let him kill me. I can't hold it any longer. I, 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 I can't. I, I, I Mace's blade bent so close to his face that he was choking on ozone. Anakin, he's too strong for me. Palpatine's roar above the endless blast of lightning became a fading moan of despair. The lightning swallowed itself, leaving only the night and the rain, and an old man crumpled to his knees on a slippery ledge. I can't hold on any longer. I am going to end this once and for all. You can't. Victory flooded through Mace's aching body. He lifted his blade. You Sith disease. Wait! Skywalker seized his lightsaber arm with desperate strength. Don't kill him. You can't just kill him, Master. Yes, I can, Mace said, grim and certain. I have to. You came to arrest him. He has to stand trial. A trial would be a joke. He controls the courts. He controls the Senate. So are you going to kill all of them, too? Like he said you would? He's too dangerous to be left alive. I'm too weak. Mace yanked his arm free. If you could have taken Dooku alive, would you have? Skywalker's face swept itself clean of emotion. That was different. Mace turned towards the cringing, beaten Sith Lord. You can explain the difference after he's dead. I'm too weak. Oh, don't kill me, please. It's not the Jedi way. 
He must live. Please don't. I need him. I need him to save Padme, Mace thought blankly. Why? And moved his lightsaber toward the fallen Chancellor. Before he could follow through on his stroke, a sudden arc of blue plasma and his hand tumbled away with his lightsaber still in it, and Palpatine roared to his feet and lightning speared from the Sith Lord's hands, and without his blade to catch it, the power of Palpatine's hate struck him full on. He had been so intent on Palpatine's Shatterpoint that he'd never thought to look for Anakin's. Dark lightning blasted away his universe. He fell forever. Does this mean that the novelization says that Mace is dead, falling forever? Or could he ever come back? Personally, I think he's dead and he will never come back. But it would be a cool story if he did. The main part of this that I found fascinating, well, two points actually. One being how Anakin saw the moving as a blur of light, meaning his powers weren't up to par with Mace and Sidious yet, at this point, to track their level of speed. The second, which I'll have to explain in another video about Anakin's reaction to Palpatine, calling him Darth Vader, is how he knew as soon as he looked at Palpatine that he would forever be entombed and destined to the same fate as his new pale and deformed master. I think it's so crazy how in the movie they showed Windu's lightsaber falling out of the window, whereas in the book, it says that Anakin was staring at it along with his severed hand. You'll all see in the next episode. This could lead into so much more speculation about Windu's lightsaber, and primarily the crystal that was housed in it. It makes me think of the old EU and wonder if Palpatine would have cared to clone the hand and raise a new Mace Windu, Apprentice. That would make things interesting for sure, but a little too far-fetched for my liking. What do you think of everything Anakin saw? I would have liked for the movies to show the true speed of their movements, perhaps with light following their moves so fast as to portray their superhero speed of movement. If you enjoyed this episode, please do hit like as it helps the channel out a lot. And as usual, write all your requests for future videos down below. I'll meet you all back here tomorrow for the next episode of Star Wars Theory. But until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always. Now, fulfill your destiny.